What's up, guys? Today is Wednesday, January 26th. We got all the boys in the house. We're buzzing. Uh, we're packed. Um, we got Beer of the Week, crazy Hall of Fame MLB, a little bit of hockey, some golf, and, of course, NFL. But uh, we're starting where we always do, the office talk. Um, I have a confession to make, guys. What's up? Okay, so I'm not a big tech guy, like uh, computer-wise, um, Excel, you know, that kind of stuff. I am not good at FaceTime. Of course, like <laughs> any other, you know, young American, we lied on our resume saying we're pro- proficient in those things, which I'm not. So it's like I feel so old whenever I have to Google something. It's like uh, today, or yeah, today I Googled um, how to uh, how to convert a PDF to a Microsoft Word document. Rough one. <laughs> That's a rough one. Moment of silence for Frank's youth. <laughs> like I'm that bad with computers. Like I don't know anything, and just being in corporate America. That's all we do is computers and spreadsheets and, you know, technology. And I'm just not good at it. I have you're, a hard time. I struggle. You're that guy, man. Yeah. You're that guy. So, I feel so old when I, especially when I have to ask someone, like one of my teammates. See, I'm always the person that people ask. So I can see that. Hit, hit me up. <laughs> hit, hit me up, dude. That makes sense. I'll help you. I'll show you how to Give me turn lunch a PDF money. into a Word doc. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, when I Google it, I'm like, oh my God, it's already on Word. <laughs> you like, get to like the second thing down of, of instructions. It's too much. I can't yeah, follow along. I felt so dumb. The worst is like if you're in an office that the average age group is kind of m- middle age, kind of 40. I, I know my first corporate job was... Uh, the average person there was like 45 was the, I was definitely one of 10 people in a 150 person department that was under 30 years old. Oh, And man. it was just constant questions all the time. And I'm like, am I actually doing my job or am I doing your job? <laughs> I'm just answering that boomer point. questions. Dude, yeah. Yeah. Okay, boomer. Yeah, right click. We literally had, I remember that because your job and my job was the same. And like, I would get back from work. I'd be like, I don't know. Like I had some like weird Benjamin Button mental thing going on where like, you know, you're just like in a break room and everybody's like talking about their kids. And then you're like talking about like Xbox and then, but like to Nick's point, like, like your IT, like you don't, they, the simplest of things like, oh, it doesn't work. You turn it off and turn it back on. And they're like, my God, Jesus Christ, it's Jason Bourne. Yeah. You got Debbie fucking double clicker out there. Just like, (laughs) why, why are there so many windows open every time I click, create a new folder? Click more, Deborah, (laughs) click more. It'll fix it. Yeah. So that was me today. It was awful. I felt so dumb, but it is what it is. I'm not going to learn. At this point, so <laughs> I'll just Google it every time. Yeah, um, one of my buddies today, I was texting him, and he said that his company was, you know, buying them lunch, and he was complaining it was Taco Bell. Ooh, what do you guys think about that? Because I'm a big fan of Living Moss. How many toilets oh, yeah. they got? <laughs> and what day of the week is it, too? <laughs> Any day of the week, man. How do you oh, not love Taco dude. Bell? Have I given up yet at this point of the week? <laughs> Wait, do you guys remember when they had those chicken bacon ranch um, Crunchwrap Supremes? Yes, dude. You guys remember that? Yeah, they had the chicken and the bacon and then the ranch. <laughs> Crunchwrap Supreme, And it was baby. crunchy and wrapped. The Crunchwrap you gotta bring Supreme them and the uh, grillers back. Dude. Yo, Taco Bell, we'll sponsor that. Just throw it our way. Just send us like a hundred. 
<laughs> Facts. We'll get a nice little marketing campaign going. I'll supersize me for y'all. You we know? Can, we my, can wrestle in day. a tub of them. My mm. biggest worry is, like, not only would I be weighed down all the way, but I would just shit my pants at my office chair at that See, point. Taco Bell never gives me the runs. Really? Yeah, I think it's the Baja Blast that really keeps it together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's what okay. it is. Is that what is that what keeps people coming back to? It's where you it's get like all the your It's amazing. I get. Oh man, I might stop on the way home. Oh, oh man. what's the power readings like? Give me like when you're going up to the Taco Bell window. What is uh, what is the order? All oh, right. it's got to be a crunch wrap. The crunch wrap hundred percent every single time, and then like they have a little Chipotle chicken wrap thing. Yeah. That, that and that. Every I miss time. the loaded grillers for sure. That was always like that all my thing. Doritos Locos Tacos is a must. Chalupa. I'm a big Chalupa guy as well. Ah, nice. So like, See, um, I'm a fan of a gordito. A nice yeah, gordito. Mm, no really doubt. Do so for me. here's a funny one for you guys. Um, one of my college teammates, Kyle D'Addario, once said this quote, and I've lived by it ever since I heard it. He goes, you can't go to Taco Bell and spend less than $20 every trip. <laughs> and you know what? He's not wrong because I can eat. $20 to talk about easily. So if you start living that life, that's how you live, Moss. And it's it that's really is it's worth it. And if you will <laughs> shit. So to all the all the workplaces out there, careful giving people Taco Bell lunch. I'll what? cheers to that, guys, at Taco Bell. Taco Bell. I just want to oh. say this beer, the brewing company, is one letter away from being my first name, Ville. Why they throw a C in there, man? Why yeah, they have to is, take that from me? That is close. How do you Salt even like say God, that? Dude. Elliot Cottville? Ellicott, like Ellicott, Eliville. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, Ellicottville Brewing Company, uh, Beyond Van Gogh. It is a pretty. It's actually pretty good. It's a raspberry sour ale, um, seven percent ABV, and the one of the big reasons I got it, it's from Buffalo, New York. Mm. So we'll drink mm. to you guys, Buffalo Bills Mafia. Tough loss. Oh, we're gonna get to it though. Tough <laughs> loss, tougher fiance, but we'll get to that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ooh, yikes. Um, I'm actually for a fucking. I mean, like you know, I'm never gonna crush this beer all day, but for just a raspberry sour ale, it's pretty good. I'm gonna give it like a six point seven, solid six point seven for sure. Okay. Um, do you guys know those raspberry candies, the hard candies, and they have the little gel in the center? Gel? No, I have no, no? clue what you're talking about. Okay, if anyone knows like what I'm talking candy? about. Haichu? Probably. Something like that. I don't know. Bless you. Haichu um, <laughs> candies are like from South Korea. They're incredible. My, I don't know, but it tastes like that, and I fucking love those, so I'm going to give this a higher rating. I'm going to give it like a 7-2, just because it just tastes like candy. Um... Yeah, sorry. I don't know if I cut you off. I It's cool, I guess. I don't know. It tastes like iced tea. I would give this to somebody if they didn't like beer. I like the can. Add point two. I'll give it a 6.1. It was going to be in the five range, but Van Gogh staring at me creepily gives it a, a little over a six. I can't believe you just said that because that was also a contributing factor. I, d I feel like... This is like the leftover ale that hung around on his mustache that his lover... he. Cut off his ear for taste it every time they made out. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty graphic, but that like image. the first sip was rough. I heard what? you say yikes. Like you're there when but you drink this beer. Got, it's been it's been getting better as I go on. So like I fought through that. Um, Ten. I see what you're saying. <laughs> A million. The art is dope for sure. I don't really taste the raspberry much, and I don't think it's too sour. Um, but. It is good, and like Eli said, I would give this to someone that doesn't like beer and likes tea. So 
I'm going to go with uh, 6.3. Perfect. Check out our website to see if that is LB approved. I'm honestly not even sure. I don't know what the average needs to be. So it might be. And anything over 6.5. Oh, so that's definitely not LB approved. Nah. Okay. Um, Jared, I know you've been waiting to talk about this all day. Your favorite Mm. sport. Take it away. The MLB, man. What a wild, what a wild couple of weeks with the lockout. Still very sad. And then we had the Hall of Fame voting. Um, Bud Selig in. Why? I don't know. Let's not get into that. But Big Poppy. You got to love him. Um, but let's not forget that he had a PED scandal in 2003. Took an anonymous test, um, came back. Someone on the, you know, the MLB was doing a honest test among teams, positive, identified as him. But that gets swept under the rug. And uh, Bonds, Clemens out, A-Rod out. Like those guys, yeah, they weren't very good. Not not one of the best to ever do it. And my big argument today that I was kind of making on Twitter when I was relaying my thoughts was there's needle and arm does not make you see and react to ball. Uh, Barry Bonds, fun fact, got walked enough that he could hike the entire state of California. That is, that is a fact. And not not just, not just walked like accidentally, like I'm talking just intentional walks. Like we're going to walk you on purpose. And the one time they did pitch him the ball tits out for Harambe to like the 50th (laughs) deck, 458 foot dingers all day. That's how good he was at hitting. Um, and he was good before that, too. Um, but then I talked to Stapes. You guys all met Stapes, my guy. He's a sports writer. He's got two books out, Billy Ball and Before the Glory. Check them out. They're awesome books. And he's in the media. So he said the difference is these writers have a vote, and it's like the whole NFL thing with uh, what's that guy's name that hates Rodgers because Rodgers can be a douche sometimes. And Billy told me that A-Rod's a douche, Barry's a douche, but – but what is Big Poppy? He's the nicest dude in the world. So what do we hate here? We hate subjectivity. Um, but I think that kind of explains subjectivity. If you cheat and you're a douche, you're not going to get in. But if you cheat and you're nice, people like you. So Listen, shout out to Big Poppy. I, I don't know if um, steroids should make or break or, or PEDs should make or break anything because if Mike Ford can hit a record-setting home run, the greasiest New York Yankee to ever do it, um, I just envisioned that guy in, in like a deli at making no, no, me, make me an Italian yeah. sub, <laughs> and then all of a sudden he's hitting fucking four hundred seventy. No, neck. I don't even. I don't even that remember. Thing went to the train tracks. Dude, dude. Bro, he's no neck. He's yeah. like one of those toys that you twist and you just. Yeah. <laughs> so if if Mike Ford, who can make Pride an, of Princeton baby, yeah, who can make a a real mean Italian sub and hit allegedly dingers like that. I, yeah. don't, I don't think steroids should well, have anything It's a long to do season, it. so like it probably helps with the recovery and longevity and staying on the field. You know what I mean? And so, but then you have guys like Cal Ripken who like played with broken wrists and shit. You know what I mean? Lou Gehrig played with ALS, and he's outside of Cal Ripken. Those two guys played the most. Yeah. Pedroia used to play with broken they, hands they all the time. They need disease so. after Lou Gehrig. Yeah. I mean, come on. Dude. I don't. Know. I guess I understand for the Still kids. Played. Like you know, for the kids. When I was a kid, and I found out A Rod did steroids, I was like crushed. I was so sad. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's got. It's kind of like when people find out that you know. That's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, it it, it, it was it's so sad. real to me, damn it. It was, and then I found out he was a douche, and then I was like, oh, I don't really care anymore. So, and now I don't either. I think, whatever. It's an era. Like you can put him on the wall and put an asterisk next to him, like with the Astros with their World Series or with the COVID World Series. Like they should. It, it's obviously is documented, but it needs to be more. Um, 
and let Pete Rose in too. Like, what the fuck, guys? Come on. Everybody gambles now. You can gamble in so many states. He was betting on his own team. Let him in. It's a joke. All right. That's it. So I think at this point, the all-time MLB hits leader, Pete Rose, the all-time uh, MLB Cy Young leader, Roger Clemens, and the all-time MLB home run leader are not in the Hall of Fame. At that point, it's a joke. These MLB writers think they're so high and mighty, but this steroid era saved baseball. I think like steroids itself should be in the Hall of Fame. All these writers. Each kind. Dude, all these writers <laughs> made careers in the 90s off of the steroid era. And, you know, these storylines that just captivated America. Baseball was dead. Steroid era brought it back to life. I mean, it's MLB history. And I've I've been to the MLB Hall of Fame. And it is really cool. But it it's is. essentially a museum of the sports history. And these guys aren't in it. That's just, I mean, it, it kind of sucks because I'm not trying to take away from Big Poppy, Red Sox legend. Um, he d- definitely deserves a Hall of Fame. I'm really happy for him. But it kind of diminishes everyone else's legacy if those three people aren't in it for reasons that aren't, you know, performance related. So that just sucks. That just sucks. I and you know her. what? It, it sucks even more because... I know I could I could rank a lot of uh, sports betting moments that are ahead of baseball, but my second overall favorite sport to watch and bet on baseball, it's probably not even going to happen this year, and that like fucking rips my heart out. Like that sucks, man. But it is what it is. But we just gotta hope for the best. Yeah, just gotta hope for the best at this point. Um, the College w- baseball, we'll bet on that because yeah. the World Series was dope last year. Hopefully, they won't fuck over NC State again with the stupid. How about all that COVID shit now? Yeah, they could have let him play the game. Come on. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for college away. baseball. The College World Series is always fun. It is fun. Um, have you started betting hockey yet? I have. Your not. first period's uh, over. Or, uh, uh, what is it? Yeah, I love first, the first period, period overs. Over, yeah, they're yeah. just betting the first period in general. Fifteen minutes, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't need to watch the give whole me, game. <laughs> give me two goals, baby. Fifteen yeah, minutes right? sweat, shower, yeah. come back down. Next fifteen minutes sweat, shower, come back down. <laughs> All night. I know that the Flyers have been playing a lot of first period overs. I want to go to one of their games, but it's just I haven't gotten out in there yet. But I have not really looked into hockey yet. Um, I have a small future on the Golden Knights to win their division just because I love them and I just bet them because I love Vegas. So um, they're at like plus 110 now, so maybe, who knows. But once football is over, I'll definitely get back into it. How about you, Frank? Yeah, no, um, I'm starting to watch a lot more. Uh, the Rangers, shout out them, first place in the Metro. That's pretty cool. Chris Kreider leading the league in goals. Uh, so shout out the Rangers. That's awesome. Um, watched, uh, watched their game a couple nights ago, actually. But, uh, yeah, it's kicking in. It's pretty sweet. Um, playing some pond hockey this weekend. That's awesome. Just hockey in general this time of year. Um, and shout out ESPN plus. Like that's the one thing they're doing right is ESPN plus they got hockey coverage and now they got golf. Mm, yeah. Dude, the farmers all day today. How about it? I'm starting, I'm, I might have to get an ESPN plus account because they all starting one? to bring it. No, I don't. I mean, it's so cheap too. It's only like, I think eight or nine bucks a, a, uh, a month. I need to get with the, with the bundle with the oh yeah hulu and disney plus yeah back friday bundle dude yeah they they got pga and hockey now man 
It's sick. You guys remember that from South Park? The when they're having the console wars, the Sony guy. Black no. Friday bundle. <laughs> dude, it's, I love that. But dude, you know what I mean? The bundle has good value, no doubt. I'm jumping on board. But I did was checking some Sony scores. Uh, Frank, I know you got some plays this week. You, uh, we got some Finau and uh, Zal Torres kind of making yeah. some fights. What it's you got? Star- it started already, and I mean, they're smart not to compete with uh, uh, Championship Sunday because Absolutely. obviously no one's going to watch golf if it's on Sunday. So they started today, so it's already on. But, uh, yeah, we got some boys going. It's a bigger field. I feel like this is the biggest field so far this year. So uh, we got some stuff brewing. I about you? want some winners on Sunday. Um, I was tweeting about Finau. Um, I played him pretty heavily. Um, I, I just he just placed well there and he finally got that win under his belt. So I'm thinking, hey, if he's in the top five, what come come Saturday, why not let it fly, Tony Finau? Um, I bet Will Zalatoris. I got him at thirty two to one. I was betting on Wind Creek, man. You gotta check out their casino. They have they have better Golf odds than I was seeing um, on DraftKings, FanDuel, Fox Bets, MGM, etc. Um, Wind Creek Casino, it's a Pennsylvania one, home to Bethlehem where we are. But uh, definitely got some good odds there. I bet Brandon Snedker, he's won there, but he was 125 to 1. So like 10 bucks wins a G, why not? Um, and then Scotty Scheffler, those are my three guys. And I kind of played him the whole way through just like I, or four rather, but played him the whole way through like I do. Um, what about you? Yeah, no, I have a couple of things going. I just love how they start with Hawaii West Coast in January when that's like the worst month in the Northeast because like you're watching golf and it's just fucking beautiful. So that sucks. Um, Eli, you got a, a LeBron update. Uh, there was a big game last night, right? Yeah, dude, that was sick. Uh, I don't. I think I spammed you guys last night when it was happening, but nice little back-to-back donkey action. You love to see it. Fast break LeBron in his mid-30s is no slower than him at 21, which is, I mean, a feat in itself. And he goes up, dunks. They're in Brooklyn. You know, the crowds are like, eh, you know, like, you don't play for the Nets, but, you know, whatever. It's fine. And then he go back. He swaps middle of the paint. Dude, he cuts right inside a little lazy dump off pass. Grabs that one, bro. He goes across the court. He dumps it, bro. There's a LeBron fan right under the rim having like an out of body experience. My man is just like, yo. And he's 104 points away from being the number one scorer all time. <laughs> all t- 104 cool. points, bro. Guess I'm not going to sleep until he hits that. Dude, 104 points from being the number one scorer of all time. Isn't he having like one of the best seasons of his career right Bro, now too? He, and he's like, what? How old is he? The man has averaged a minimum twenty-five points a game across two decades. He's, I mean, when he was playing the Warriors, dude, he dropped like fifty-two one night by himself, dude, something like that. He's he's going crazy. Two games, old head going crazy. Bro, he's just. I mean, it's crazy to watch. It reminds you of the Brady effect, you know, in the NFL where. You see these older guys, and they they show you, like, the value of your body when you take care of it. But, I mean, even Wade was in an interview just recently. I know that's your guy, Jared, being a Heat fan, Dwayne Wade. And he said, he was like, you know, what makes LeBron different? And Wade just, like, points at the sky. He's like, bro. bro. <laughs> like it, and that's Dwayne Wade. He's an NBA legend, and now this guy is 104. I mean, 
appreciate. He's please, not playing. People, LeBron is. <laughs> people, people, please do me a favor. Give people their flowers while they're here. Appreciate what you are watching. This man is about to be the highest scorer in one of the most popular sports in the world. That's something to marvel over. The Lakers need to turn and around, make an NFT out of. They need, they need to win. Yeah, I was gonna say like it is pretty cool of LeBron like losing twenty four games in honor of Kobe. So. Yeah, shout out and shout out Kobe. Two years today. Yeah, that is crazy, man. What, can we get a sip? A little mono silence yeah, sip. We'll do that from Mamba. The, pour it on my computer. Damn, yeah, that sucks, man. Wow, a local Fuck. guy too. Kind of lower Marion. Yeah. VA guy, dude. And a legend. Um, but that is pretty crazy that LeBron's still performing at the level uh he is. And are they gonna trade Russ? Because this is not a thing that's been going. Yeah, I mean, you know, the common trend for the past couple of years is to trade Russ, blame Russ. Um, you know, I definitely think he can make some better decisions, but I mean, who doesn't want to see John Wall doing what John Wall does when he goes off? I mean, John Wall is a smart basketball mind. John Wall, I think, is somebody who's going to mesh a lot better with that LeBron-style offense where you're strictly for the team. I mean, Russ is a walking triple-double. We get that. But what are you doing when you're a triple-double? You're taking away from other people's ability to get stats. So I think John Wall, I think the Rockets can benefit. I think the Lakers can benefit. Probably be another pick in there one way or another. I'm not going to... You know, I'm not going to spectate that, but yeah, I, I think I think it could work. I think it would be interesting, and I just like John Wall. He's yeah. a dog. He's pretty hood too, so that's cool. Yeah, dude. When like, he, he's bro, when like, he, he's scary. He, he scores, bro. Yeah. And bro, I be getting nervous. Like, <laughs> dude, he he does like some sign language, and I'm like, I don't know what that means, but I don't feel safe. Speaking <laughs> of like hooping, but scary dudes, you see Adam Sandler was playing with like Trey Young, and so like, could you imagine like you're just like a like when when Eli blows up from just being an incredible musician. Could you imagine when you're like when you're Adam Sandler's age and you're just balling with some of these cats that are scary and it's like you're trying to like what? Yeah. No way. It's pretty cool though. You know what I mean? I'm like shorts. I'm not trying to catch an elbow to my pretty nose, man. No thanks. But like if I start talking <laughs> shit, I'm probably gonna get one. Oh man. Um the moment we've all been waiting for. Start with some NFL football, baby. Mm. A very very what exciting we? weekend of football. Probably wow. one of the best we've ever seen, right? I like, told you the games are going to be good, Nick. I told you. I want to hear an adjective for the weekend. What's your – how do you – mine, scrum diddly umptious. That's Ex- how I describe this football weekend. Painful. Uh, I like Painful. it. Painful, <laughs> extravagant maybe yeah. for some. Nick. The games were so know, good man. it eased the paint though. Just Yeah. I mean, I'll start. Um, we'll go in order. How about that? I'll start since I was a loser in the first game of the day. I mean, it's probably like I'm eating a late lunch and I already just am done. Uh, Titans, Bengals, uh, Joe Burrow. Fucking jackpot. Yeah, here we go. So, here, this is how we'll do it. I'll start because I was a loser. And then, Nick, you go because you're the winner. Okay. And then these guys will add in if they have anything. The winner's right history, Nick. Yeah, there you go. So, um, I lost a lot of money on Saturday. <laughs> it was not good. <laughs> it was like a bloodbath, a massacre. Um, and the crazy thing is, I was so frustrated watching that game because the Titans defense actually played so well. They sacked him a playoff record nine times. If you tell me a team sacks the other quarterback nine times in the playoffs, I'm going to think that team won. So that's one thing. Ryan Tan, you know, I was done with the Titans. I almost wrote off the Titans for the rest of my life, but I realized I watched the game again, all 22. It's Ryan fucking Tannehill. If I ever mutter his name again to you guys, just slap me. Like, 
a Ryan Tannehill-led team, I can never bet on again. You guys can never, ever let me bet on a Ryan Tannehill-led team. The guy had the worst game of his life, and the Titans still had a chance to not only win the game at the end, but cover the fucking three and a half points. Um, so, yeah, that sucked. And I put all my faith into a clown, and now I'm a clown. So, Nikki Q, the winner yeah. of that game, yeah, you believed. We, we, we took a Bengals money line. We didn't even do a spread or anything. We just outright. Uh, Joey fucking jackpots, man. The Bengals have been non-existent for years, and that was their first, like, uh, you know, they they didn't even win a playoff game for, like, what, 31 years or something like that? Yeah, I think 32. I am happy yeah. for them because that's three decades that's, of, like, nothing. Yeah, exactly. So for Joe Burrow, and I more root for a, for a person than a team, right? And especially when you're such a playmaker like that. You go from LSU, Heisman uh, Trophy winner, uh, national champion, into the Bengals, and all of a sudden the Bengals don't look that bad. They're one, sick, one guy, One guy comes in, and that's... That's what I look for is one singular game changer of a person. And then he goes and gets injured, comes back, he plays even better than before. All season, Joe Burrow has had a rough O-line and has still been able to make plays. Nine sacks in a single game. Tough son Nine of a Nine sacks. And yeah, that was a, a, a high defensive, you know, defensive game at the end of the day. But the person who goes out there and wins it for you, who ends up being your quarterback at the same time, that's who I was rooting for, and Joey fucking jackpots. I mean, they had a uh, uh, Derrick Henry back, and I was scared for that, but I was just like, Joey's got it, man. You know, I put all my faith in Joey. Derrick Henry, who was in the top 10 uh, rushing yards for the entire season while he was injured for 90% of it, still couldn't make the impact that he did when he came he back. He definitely wasn't healthy, though. He wasn't healthy. They forced they him into that. Norman so, he yeah. could walk. What are your guys' <laughs> thoughts on it? I just don't understand why they went with the draw play on third and two in that spot. Like, why? Run the ball. Twi- bring Foreman out. Run the ball twice. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like, the thing. I think Derrick Henry being back kind of hurt them because he's back, right? You're not going to not yeah. run him. I get that. Yeah. But Foreman looks so much better. Dude, and For- they were still good with him. They were 7-3 and three with him. They For- did just Foreman, as well. Yeah, I picked up Foreman on fantasy, dude, and he won me a lot of weeks single-handedly. So just for fantasy points, I mean, come on. The guy's having a star-studded Not necessarily star-studded, but he's having an awesome year, and you're going to put Derrick Henry in because he's – Derrick Henry. I mean, you got to be conscientious about this stuff. I think you look back to that drive, though, where the Titans are going down. They You get the first down. You know, they were looking good. Maybe score a touchdown. Or they put up the three, which would, you know, very pivotal three. And they just, you run a quarterback, like the RPO draw with, with Tannehill, and it just blows up in your face. And it was like, what? What was the play call there? Like, whether the trust in him after, like, he didn't look so good throwing the ball, like Frank said, or, um, you know, the injury with Henry or whatever. But what, if you're going to run, have Foreman out there. Like, no yeah, way if I'm, you don't trust him. Or just go back-to-back, right? Like, hey, Foreman, try to get a yard. All right, if he gets close, Henry or QB sneak or Foreman again. But QB draw. Like, come on. I'm a firm believer that hard work does beat talent at the end of the day. And, uh, I mean, you have to have talent to be there in the first place. But the harder worker will always win. And Foreman has had a hard-working season, time under tension, consistency, 
and Derrick Henry's been out for so yeah. long. And I they mean, left you, him on the sideline, you, so you, yeah, that's what you, happens. It's just you, you play with what you have in front of you, and if Derrick Henry just magically comes into the pile again, you like everything changes. Why don't you stay with what's consistent and what has yeah, worked? Right? Look here, here, here's the end of this game right here. I had Ryan Tannehill in fantasy, and I benched him for Matt Ryan late season. Next game. <laughs> Dude's um, a bum. That's painful. <laughs> did, did anyone... Well, Jerry, what was your lock of the week last uh, yeah, week? Yeah, I had the Packers on the teaser, so that was a vicious defeat. Uh, Do you want to start them with that game? I, I don't even understand how they come down, the Packers come down, score, and then they don't score uh, another touchdown. I mean... It looks so easy on the first drive. What the fuck, dude? And then you have... If you look, they had the... I saw the little circle people they did on the replay where he threw in the double coverage to Adams. Lazard was wide open. Yeah, he was. Dude, like, what are we doing? And you know what? I'm I'm over it. I'm, I'm over the Packers. Yeah, yeah, they were the best team ATS this year to bet on. But you had Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers for 30 years, and the best you guys could do is muster up two Super Bowls. No wonder you have a public organization now because when it was privatized, you had a bunch of morons, and there was no way. That was the best passing of the torch in positions you've seen since DiMaggio let Mantle take over in center field for the Yankees. Mm. Favre to Rodgers is an equal equivalent, and they only got two Super Bowls. And I don't, I don't even understand. Rodgers, 11 and 10 in the postseason, and you know what? I don't know if he can blame it anymore. Oh, the quote, if we're playing Lambeau and the, the, the temperature, it's a way different game. Oh, we're going to win. Nice. Yeah. Well, you didn't. The only thing that blows my mind, though, is Jimmy G did not score a he was single touchdown. He has zero touchdowns for that game. Nine and two when he scores zero touchdowns. Jimmy W. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> yeah, what's that stat again? Nine and two when he scores zero touchdowns. G- Debo Samuel, wow. dude. He's the so good at weapon. not doing it the that he does it. The ultimate weapon, Debo. And he's going to come this week. And just what a game, though. I yeah. Mean, um, Robbie Gold and, over, and uh, field goals from that rate. Like, was it 40 out or whatever to win the game? His stats are unreal. Yeah. And then the first, uh, the first game on Sunday... I'll start because I was I was big on the Rams plus three. Um, I felt pretty good most of the game, but I was watching it with these guys, and they all know the comeback started. And me and Eli were talking about it because we've seen this many times we've before. We've profited off of this many times before. It's a better way of wording it. <laughs> yeah, so I was so fucking nervous. Right from, I think, when uh, – Tom Brady scored their first touchdown. I was shook because I just knew every little thing happened the way it needed to happen for Brady to make that comeback, and it was close. Bro, the mental breakdown on the uh, Rams' entire bench and on the everyone, dude. You just saw them like start getting nervous, shaky, like all like all their movements getting super rapid, and the announcers are like, "Yeah, you can't get nervous." Blah. blah, blah. Next thing you know fucking throw a pick or whatever. That game was insanity. It sucks that uh, the Buccaneers' defense could hold it up for Tom Brady. I mean, Tom Brady did have a couple mistakes on on those drives, but in all honesty, I think Tom Brady still won that game at the end of the day. Nobody can do that. Yeah, No one can do that, let alone no one can instill that much fear into the other team as just a single... Dude, dude, you can feel it, it in your tummy when you're watching it on TV. Like, I swear to God, like, you get that jitter, like, it's like when you're playing, like, an older brother, when you're, like, a little kid or whoever you played against, you never beaten Madden, you get the chance to find, and you're like, he's still gonna do it. Like, that's Brady to the sport. Like, there's there's no villain in a stadium that matters 
like Brady. And when you see him do that, dude, I'm sitting on the table. I'm sitting on the I'm sitting on the table. I don't even know where I'm sitting. It doesn't matter where I'm sitting. I'm sitting on the couch and I could feel it on my stomach like up oh, fumble. Here we go. Three points. Up oh, seven. Yeah. Up oh, ten in a minute. Here we go. Stafford pick. Like you I mean, he's been dialed in. Matt Stafford though is like yes. on a hot streak. Yeah. I he was really bad at the end of the regular season and now he's like fuck he's locking in. in, baby. But you know what I mean? Like to Elliot's point, you see Brady marching back and it's like they go for the it's, field goal late. It's like Stafford throws a pick right here and Brady has like fifteen seconds, their field goal game over. Bro, you know what it's, I mean? It's but it like didn't when, come. So when shout out to Thanos them. gets the last infinity stone. <laughs> That's like what Tom Brady gets hot. <laughs> yeah, what a game. Um he almost ripped my heart out, Tom Brady. Um I still love you, Tom. Uh, the biggest game of the weekend, and to cap the weekend off, the Sunday night primetime game, Chiefs-Bills. Eli was the big winner, so I will let him start. Look, I knew I was going to hit this bet, okay? <laughs> I didn't sweat for Never a single a second, dude. I borderline fell asleep watching this game. Is that why you were crying on the couch next to me during the Shut like- up, dude. <laughs> no, um, all seriousness, that game was probably the greatest game I've ever seen in my life. I mean, I'm not even talking the grand stage. I'm talking just in general. That's a game you only see in Madden. Um, I was really happy and honestly partially lucky based on the coin toss to hit that minus two and a half for the Chiefs. But, I, I mean, have you ever seen a performance like that out of Allen and a loss like have you ever been crushed by a loss so bad for a player I mean it's it's hard yeah that was an insane game I mean the last what they scored 25 points in the last two minutes Dude, yeah so you like have that. to be perfect and, to beat Mahomes and for Josh Allen to come out and beat uh oh, the Pats with 700 something yards and seven touchdowns like at the end of the day uh the overtime rules I think need Ooh, hot take. They what need they need to be changed. I don't think it's fair that a coin flip could ultimately decide if someone can score a touchdown or not. Scoring, it, it, we live in such an offensive world now in the NFL, whereas defense, I want to say 10, 15 years ago, was much more dominant, especially with like, you know, uh, steel curtain and NFC conference teams. Yeah. You never want to keep like that, especially with you know, like I'm the NFC conference. Yeah, I'm drunk. Um, but it's just sad. Josh Allen, I feel like if he went back out on there and was able to do another drive, he would have scored as well. Oh, yeah, 100%. So, I agree with you and, there. It and does kind of suck. That's what upsets me. It's like, it's if, like gambling. Yeah. But with a coin, like that one time Eli put like 180 <laughs> bucks or something on the coin flip of the 2019 was, Super Bowl. I was at your house with your, you entire, went I mean, Gen. your entire family's there. Like I'm there and everybody's just having like a kosher night. You know what I mean? Like everybody's calm. Like there's, you know, nice little finger foods. No one's really eating. Everybody's being polite. And dude, they flip the coin, bro. Tails never fails, baby. And it hits tails. I'm like, yeah. And everybody's like, what is is he cheering about? And I'm like, yo, all right, I'm up all red. <laughs> you knew whoever was gonna get it though was gonna win. Yeah. Man. What a wild, what a wild, wild game. And I, you know what? Is the Bills fan base maybe the one of the most tortured fan bases of all time? As a Bills fan, I agree. <laughs> they, they, yo, they have to so close for bringing Joe Shane. To so the many Giants. times, yes. and then like looking on, you have Herbert. You have all these guys come in the AFC that are great quarterbacks, like. Josh Allen's prime is going to wear down if they don't like get better within the front office and get him players because look how much you need to beat Patrick. You need more than third. You need less than thirteen seconds to beat Mahomes. 
You yeah, need, that's crazy. You, you 13 need, seconds. You need America times fucking 50 million on Normandy to beat Pat Mahomes, dude. It's out of control. Yeah, especially, I mean, he's been the starter for four years. They've now gone to four straight AFC championship games, and they've hosted all four of them. That's that's fucking crazy. Um, do you guys think the Bengals have a chance this weekend? I do. Yes. I honestly think I hope so. at the end of the day, I know it's not lined up to happen, but I really think they can do it. Chiefs defense is a little hurt right now, too. and you- they, they beat them earlier in the year, though. Joe Burrow can play in a big game. We know this. Exactly. Yeah, a couple so, weeks ago, they beat them. I like it over. The guys lived in big games. I mean, that's the only thing he's good at. Well, I think we're going to get a good game. Are you ready for the... So the Chiefs have hosted a lot of the last AFC championships. You're ready to score straight, bro. It's crazy. So the score of the last four, 38-24, Chiefs beat the Bills. 35-24, Chiefs beat the Titans. 37-31, Chiefs beat the Patriots. And or the vice versa. Patriots, Patriots beat, beat the, the Chiefs. Chiefs. My yeah. apologies. In overtime. That game Correct. was fun. The um, only person to beat Patrick Mahomes at home in the playoffs is his former teammate D Ford offsides. Yeah. That's it, the only person to beat Patrick Mahomes. And Mahomes' in the playoffs. only two playoff losses he never touched in the, the ball NFL after that. or to the GOAT. Yeah. So pa- that's pretty Brady crazy. Super Bowl, Brady AFC championship. Yeah. Um on the other it? on the other side though, Rams, 49ers. Any storylines you guys want to talk about? Do you think the Rams uh are gonna lose three straight in one season to the 49ers? No, I don't dude. Know. I mean the the Rams are a very dominant team and they can be explosive at times. And if Jimmy G can't even score a fucking touchdown, I don't care about that stat that he's like nine and two without scoring a touchdown in playoffs or whatever. Uh they're they, seven and zero when he doesn't throw a pick. Yeah. So the Rams defense, I feel like they got them at the end of the day. So I think Jimmy G can't beat the Rams defense. And Matt Stafford, like we all just said, is on a hot streak. And he looks good. looks very dominant on the field. Um, so, I'm going to take Rams, dude. Oof. Oof. The underdogs have won the last six ATS between the Rams and the Niners. So keep that in mind. And San Wait, Fr- they covered the last six or they yep, won straight they've up? Won, they've won ATS. And then San Fran's 5-1 and one straight up. Out of those last six. So, um, and the Niners are 12 and 2 in January uh, with one tie in the last 15. Okay, trend's got a break, dude. Uh, well, here's my thing. We were talking about Stafford and the interceptions. Garoppolo looked terrible last week, too. Like, he could have lost that game for them so many times, but we know the Packers' defense is bad because we watched my, like, Ravens F team come in there and put up tw- 35, 25, however many points they did. Um, so if Jimmy G does turn the ball over, I guess if you're an honors backer, you got to be hoping that Stafford will also be due for an interception or something dumb. I mean, he did lead the league in pick sixes and interceptions this year, tied with Trevor Lawrence. So you know you're going to get one soon. But honestly, I think the Rams do win. Um, I like a I like a Bengals, Ram, uh, Niners, Dogs, tease them up. Why not? Um, hopefully they both cover. But I, I would love to see a Rams-Chiefs Super Bowl. Like, you know, talk about high-scoring games and great games like the Bills-Chiefs one. Remember when the Rams and the Chiefs played in the Monday regular season and there was, like, over 110 points scored? Mexico. Yeah, we need that for the Super Bowl, dude. We need <laughs> yeah. that. that. We need a cool. Super Bowl over. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. Um, last, thing in the, last thing in the episode, boys. Uh, locks of the week. I'm coming in one and one Obviously, the big loser we talked about on the Titans – uh, so one on one in 2020, but I have two because I have to catch up to everyone else. So I got two this week. 
the Bengals plus seven and a half. You can get the the half point at Bet MGM. Um, it is minus one twenty though, but definitely get that half point. Um, and the Rams 49ers over 46. Those are the two big plays for me this week. Okay, okay. Uh two and one for the year so far. Uh I know Frank had a bad time with the Bengals, but you know, always pick your friends up, but kick them while they're down so they know it could always be worse. <laughs> uh I'm gonna take the Rams minus three and a half because I was just talking about that. Um I think I said everything I need to say. That's it. I'm going to do something I normally do and go against my previous winner. Coming off a Chiefs win, I'm taking the Bengals with the points. I mean, I see them at seven, seven and a half. Obviously, just use common sense. Get your best line. I mean, get seven and a half. You can get seven and a half. Like, for the love of God, I don't have to explain that to you. But, I mean, dude, I will do... Ugh, I hate to say this, but, bro, just, bro, please keep... Patrick Mahomes, fiance and brother, out of the Super Bowl. Dude, I can't deal with them anymore. My man's dancing on Sean Taylor's grave, basically, which pisses me off. And then you got Pat Mahomes, fiance, who's never done anything, spraying champagne on people. Bro, keep them out of the limelight. We don't want to see them anymore. We'll take Joey Burrow with the points. Joey Jackpot, please, please, please. Finish him. Save us. Finish him. Jared, that's here. That is ridiculous. Uh, not a good start to the year one and two. Super painful. The Titans covered that field goal three and a half. Um, so I didn't really care if they lost. I mean, I was sad I had Super Bowl futures, but I didn't care if they lost. But the Packers pain um, one and two, 13, 11, one all time. Um, I like Bengals Chiefs over 53. I agree with Eli, and I do think the Bengals cover. Um, I just and, and if they're going to cover, you know, it's going to be an over in the last couple AFC games, like we talked about, have been high scoring. So. Um, Joey Jackpots, go get him, big fella. You know, you're you always been a tiger and now you're a bangle, so let's see it. <laughs> uh, <you got> Shamelessly <laughs> plugging Grand Kai. Nice session with him last weekend. You'll hear about it, don't worry. But new single coming out, two eleven, February eleventh. Grand Kai. Listen to it. Kai, I'll send this to you because I know yeah, I know you're busy in the studio right now. Alrighty. Uh, yeah, check out Kai Single on uh, February 11th. And with that being said, guys, check us out on all platforms, social medias, anywhere you can listen to a podcast, and especially our YouTube because we're getting that up and running. And who doesn't like watching four dudes sit in a room and just look at each other? Uh, com, And we will see you next week. Have a good one. Fucking electric.